Welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. Straight talking ideas to grow your business. Hello and welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast, the show that aims to help you grow your business. You can find out more about us and our experts at marketingsimplified.co.uk and don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Now you can uh, see, you can find out more about us at iTunes, but also as well, we've got a new YouTube channel. I know, exciting. Um, now, uh, my name is John Lawley and I'm your web wizard. And I'm Georgia and I'm your brand guardian. Now today, as we've just talked about here, we've just launched a YouTube channel, but also as well, we're seeing a lot more social media accounts being set up. So the focus of today's show is, um, which are the right social media channels for your business? So I think that's over to you, Miss Brand Expert. <laughs> well, as everything always comes back down to your ideal clients, you need to sit down and work out who is it in your business that you're trying to target. Um, you know, are they in the commercial space? Are they in the domestic? Are they male? Are they female? Are they uh, what kind of age group are they in? What kind of industry are they in? Um, and only then, when you've uncovered who you feel your ideal clients are, you can then locate which platforms that they actually use. And as a small business, that actually makes sense to then spend your time on those platforms. We don't have the budget like Nike and Coca-Cola and can be everywhere and throw uh, masses and thousands and millions of pounds at amazing marketing campaigns all over TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, anywhere and everywhere. We need to be um, much smarter really and hone in, laser focused on the areas that we think, the platforms that we think our ideal clients are on. So I think that pretty much answers it. <laughs> <laughs> there we are, done. Podcast over. Podcast <laughs> over. We're all good. But I mean, this is the thing, because obviously people have a lot of time on their hands right now. Mm. Um, and I know for a fact that I'm now following at least 20 or 30 uh, new um, <laughs> Instagram accounts, especially. <laughs> Mainly because I have to, because it might be members of your family or people you do business with who are just trying things mm. out. Um, whether or not there's the right places to be putting their time in and in effort into I mean, who knows? What, what would be the best indicator, do you think, then, of which channels to be using? Well, why not ask your ideal clients? So let's say you are a builder and um, you have a big focus on domestic building. You actually don't work in the commercial space at all. And you know that your ideal clients are normally ladies because they're decision makers. We love our beautiful homes. <laughs> they, they live in, in Hampstead in North London. Um, they're about 45 years old. Um, and you know, you've had good relationships with some of these previous clients. Instead of just using the, the guesswork, why not ask them? Call some previous clients and, and say, I'm just doing a little bit of research because um, you know, we had a great relationship working on your, your loft and extension a couple of years ago. Um, and I know you're really happy with the job we did. And we'd love more clients in your area and we'd love more clients like you. I just wondered if you could tell me, like, do you use Instagram more? Are you a Facebook person? Just sort of um, jotting down some notes on it. I don't think any client would be upset if uh, they, they had their a builder that just built them their dream home, asking them questions like that, do a little bit of research um, to find out where they are. Because if you're a builder and you're a 35-year-old male, you may not know what the 45-year-old female in Hampstead, where she's spending her time. So just ask. I mean, it's so simple, isn't it? But that's great advice. Because let's face it, most people just go on intuition. I find mm -hmm. in different businesses. Yeah. So uh, 
pick up the phone, send an email, or just ask when you're there, what do you actually do? So I, can, I know how best to, uh, to put my time and what to do. Well, it's, it's the same way with then when you're working with agencies like us, for example, and, and yourself, John. I know that when I'm helping my clients that are in the wedding industry, for example, and they're targeting brides, I know for a fact Instagram is huge for that industry. Um, I know for my construction clients that are targeting the ladies that are 40 plus that Facebook tends to be where they are because Facebook demographic is sort of 30, 35 plus. There's certain kind of rules that some agencies can give you a roundabout and they can say, do you know what? I would advise this. If you're wanting to get into with commercial, um, if you're a tradesperson, you want to get in more with commercial companies, LinkedIn would be a great space. But you should always go from experience, like ask the people that you've worked with as well, because it may open your eyes to some, some new insights that you might think, oh, actually, I didn't really think of that. Um, and it could change a business. Completely. And I, I think a lot of people may have said in the past, you know, Facebook is the place to be because obviously most people are on Facebook. Um, but are they actually doing business on Facebook? It's always been my kind of retort. I think if, you, if you're looking to sell something cheaply and quickly, then Facebook can often be a great place. But I know that um, Facebook groups and communities, for example, are actually a great place um, for leads and referrals. Oh, I, I see it so often. Like, I'm a member of lots of local groups, not because I consider myself a pillar of the community. <laughs> <laughs> I probably don't. But because I know that in these groups, there, there are so many people actually asking for help. Like, I need a builder. Does anybody know a builder that can help with this new loft I want doing? Does anybody know a plumber? I, um, I've got a leak and I need this. My whole newsfeed now... Um, I'm in Facebook groups for my clients so that I can recommend them. And it, it's just all that I see on my Facebook now. I'd especially say to tradespeople that are targeting the domestic sector, um, Facebook groups, you need to be in there. You need to have a presence. And it's not about selling. It's not, hello, I'm John Smith, the plumber, and we're offering 50% off to um, you know, in, install your next bathroom. It's, it's about showing up consistently and talking to people, like engaging, commenting on other people's posts, like being helpful, giving advice. If someone said, oh, you know, I've, I've, I've had a leak here, I'm not quite sure what to do. Instead of just giving me a call, like show your knowledge, put in the comments, like, oh my goodness, I'm really sorry to hear that. Have you tried doing this first? If that doesn't work, here's my phone number. Like speak like a person you're, you're just trying to help rather than trying to sell at. And I yeah. think that's where, that's the difference. And that's where the businesses are seeing the power of social media when they're using it right. They're not using it to sell, but they're using it to help. And then by helping, then they reap all the rewards. So. I like that you're talking about being social there and talking about trying to help someone out. Because I've seen a lot of that where it's just a big pile on. And it's like, oh, yeah, my mate, here's his number. Great. You know, all right, right. I've got the information now. But, you know, I, you know don't really care about you. Just call my mate, please. Um, or oh, oh, I need a referral type thing. But yeah, it's social media, isn't it? You've got to be social. You've got to be understanding. You have to build a relationship yeah. first before people are going to trust you. It's a mindset shift, I guess, isn't it? Like people, we're in the zone of we need to sell, we need to hit our target that we want to make this month, blah, blah, blah. Like I need to let everyone know my service and stuff. But social media isn't like old school marketing. You have to have a real mindset shift. And it's think about it as just having conversations, having helpful conversations that will then in the future by being consistent and helpful, it will come back to you. Like good things always come back, right? Um, so that, that's what I find is, is one of the, 
toughest things to educate my clients on because they might be thinking they think marketing is here I am buy from me um, which is kind of like not really how it works nowadays if you want to get these amazing results from any social platform you need to you need to show you're the expert you need to show you care you need to show the, the face the voice the people behind the business as well because that's what people are buying into nowadays and the buzzword that you were mentioning before consistency Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because I've seen this a lot. It seems to be that, you know, oh, I've tried that. Tried it. Yeah, okay. How long? Oh, a couple of days. Yeah, okay. It's fine. <laughs> you know, we didn't get anything out of it after a couple of days, so we just gave up and uh, moved on and did something else. Yeah, fair enough. But surely if you had thought out the correct strategy, moved it along, maybe put a certain amount of resources in it for, say, three months, and mm. then taking a decision, a proper business decision about what it takes to create those referrals, you might be in a better space. I don't know. Well, I don't know about you, John, but um, I don't know if you got married after the first date, but you don't go out with somebody. <laughs> it's a done deal. Just, it was, everyone just piled on. <laughs> no, your wife is lovely, perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> but you, you, you don't go out and on a first date with someone and, well, I don't know, maybe I could be speaking out to him. Maybe that has happened to some of our listeners. But you don't ask someone to marry you on the first date, right? You get to know them. You get to like them and trust them. For us ladies, consistency is um, a big factor. You know, someone that's going to turn up when they say they're going to turn up and do what they say they're going to do. And over time, through building that relationship, you then invest and you hopefully end up married one day, right? Well, that's how I kind of see business as well. Like, you have to be in it for the long haul. And just because you might have had one conversation with one person once doesn't mean that they should buy from you. Like, they, especially on social media, I think the current stat is that they want to see... Um, audiences want to see for, see something from you 21 times before they purchase. Only a few years ago, that stat was seven times. But because now everyone is on social, that figure has changed drastically because there's a lot of traffic going on there now. There's so many of us putting money behind ads or, or brands and graphics and putting our message out there that if you're not consistent and I see you once and I don't see you again for another six months, you don't post anything on social for six months. And then after that, another three months, another six months. But your competitor has been posting four times a week. They've been giving me tips that free things I can do at home to fix my plumbing or my tree surgery. Um, they've also shown me pictures of all their team, their, their, their lovely uh, trades boys, all, all team shots in front of their new van and how they've helped um, an elderly couple down the road in the community that maybe is um, my neighbours know them or something. You're building that relationship and then I'm going to want to invest. But we have to put in the legwork you can't just have one conversation or one date and expect the investment. <laughs> so a uh, bit of a strange description and analogy there, but I think that's kind of like cleared it up. <laughs> <laughs> Tick the box, there you go, look, for all advice, whether it's social media, branding, or your love life. Roger is on hand, don't worry. Yep, call me. I'm always available for advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I like that. I mean, personally speaking, I've, I know that certain businesses and certain clients that we've worked with have had a lot of success using things like Instagram, but they have to be a very, very visual business. So mm. the businesses I've seen are people who are making like interior designers, architects coming up with interesting things, showing their different designs and things that they've done. And they seem to do very well. Um, and like you say, I'm sure it's, you've seen, seen the different images a number of times to, to be qualified enough to say, actually, these guys are great. I'm going to pick up the phone. I'll get in touch with them and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. If you are, a, I don't know, if you're a plumber, then I suppose you have to be very, very um, creative. The word? Creative, yeah. 
to start getting any kind of traction with something. Do you know what? That's really interesting because I, I do agree with that to an extent. I do always think, gosh, like I wouldn't really advise my plumbing clients to, you know, set up an Instagram page and just put all their focus there because goodness me, with respect, any plumbers that are listening, um, pipes and things it's, it's only so sassy in a photo isn't it a wall full of different uh, pipes and tools like not, not it may not necessarily be visually appealing a, a bathroom install for example where you've gone a before and an after and you've completely transformed the room absolutely but there's a couple of plumbers that I follow on Instagram and absolutely their feed the photos and images they put up I don't engage with at all I, I'm not interested in however they do lots of lives and stories and it's them walking through London saying, here I am today um, in Farringdon. I'm about to go into this building and today we're doing this, this, this. And they're quite a personality as well. And I watch them and I, I'll follow them because I like them. I'm not interested in, in the images they're putting up because they don't appeal to me personally, but their videos and their lives, which they're doing for free themselves and, and still showcasing their business and their brand, that's what I'd buy into. Whether they're getting lots of inquiries, because they're not clients of mine, they're, they're just people I've seen, um, I don't know, because is their ideal client on Instagram? It's sort of a younger audience, and they seem to be doing quite a lot of commercial work. But in terms of building up a brand awareness and a personality, and uh, as well as doing other platforms, then yeah, absolutely. But you need to be creative, like you said. You need to sort of think outside the box if you don't have a visual business. I oh, know that, that that is a brilliant point, though, isn't it? Because be creative like that. I love that. But yeah. maybe is it? So is it more that is one of the ideas that you can use social media for, regardless of which platform, because you can do a Facebook Live and you can record mm-hmm. a video and post it on, on um, LinkedIn, for example. So there are other ways to actually do that and come across yeah. the, and build that soap opera and make yourself real as a person for your clients. Yeah, well, this is, this is what's the, the big part of social media. And I, it was kind of a game changer, wasn't it? When, when it was Facebook that started it, wasn't it? With the Facebook Lives and people almost being able to have their own TV channel where you could actually, unlike YouTube, um, you, you just had to watch Facebook. You could watch someone, I could watch you in your living room and I could ask you a question and you could then talk to me from your living room with the question that I've asked. And it's a game changer for businesses because it brings... Um, it brings the the business and the client together. I don't think people utilize that enough. I know that um, platforms like Facebook and Instagram that have that functionality, when you're using that, they're going to push you up the rankings and show more of your, um, your, your business pages and your business content because they're seeing you as using all their tools. So they're like loving you. And um, so I'm always trying to encourage my clients to, to go live. It's not something I can help them with because I can't get to the top of the tree when they're doing their tree surgery or I'm not really allowed up on the roof when they're uh, doing their roofing. But I'm always trying to encourage them to do that safely because it's like showing us their world. I would, I would never be at the top of a, tr- of a tree <laughs> like, and able to see a whole view of London. Yeah. But my tree surgery client he gets to do that and and he's he's been up there with the phone and he's shown everyone where he is and that's incredible for him that's his day-to-day and he's just like well that's nothing exciting but the first time he did that on on his Facebook page he had so many comments from people they're like oh my god this is what you get to do like look at that view that's not right get around my house right now and remove that stump that's in the front garden but when they do need that service they're going to remember that tree surgeon that was at the top of the tree and showing them the whole of London it's that's what creative marketing is being memorable for being engaging 
Yeah, and they've and they've all and they've had an introduction to that person already. So they kind of yeah. feel that they know them in the same way that they've seen them a character on television. In yeah. the same way that you'd consume it in that way. Um, there was it was quite interesting. Oh, the other the other day, we're in early June now, loud listeners. Um, but the um, other day we had a guy come round to inspect the pipes. Okay. Uh, obviously, if we're gonna go with the innuendo here, and it's gonna be a whole <laughs> bit of uh, of good fun. Um, we had a drainage guy pop in because oh. um, we're thinking about maybe you know there's some spare land at the side of the house um, but there's some drains and drain covers in there we don't know where the drains come in and we were advised to have a drain survey but the guy who came round was really quite knowledgeable and he was quite a likable chap so he's there stood in his big overalls you know sweating because it's a hot hot day he's got this um cctv camera attached to these these hoses and these hoses are going down in the drains and you see him like you know Oh, look, and there's the measurement, and you've gone down 10 meters now during this thing, and we're having a look at the inside of the pipes and what's here. Um, and then he's, he's like giving all this different information about the council, who owns this, who owns that, who are you going to have to contact if you are going to build over this, or can you build over this? How do you redirect things? Where do all these drains come from? Um, and it, it, was, you know, it was quite an insightful um, <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes. And who would have thought? It's, it's a mundane thing like drains. He said, oh, you really should have had this done when you had the house survey. And, oh, look, you might have a blockage here. Get in touch with Thames Water just in case to get it sorted out. All all this information (laughs) kind of came out of this guy. He was just obviously just doing his job. Who knew? Do you know, do you know, how does he advertise himself? And do you know um, what he does for his marketing? Is he on a specific platform or or do you not? Don't know well, this is a good one about asking, asking about your ideal, you know, asking your clients, what do you do? He doesn't. Now, this is, this is the really it. annoying kind of thing. I suppose he's in a certain area where his um, particular trade is very well sought after. So his particular marketing isn't done on social, although he could reach a much bigger audience, I think, doing that, especially as actually he's quite engaging and quite good to do that. He has found through networking that he has got several different architects um, and engineers and um, surveyors and he's just coupled onto those people who are supplying him with a heck of a lot of work. The referral, the reason I found out about him was by speaking to an architect. Which is really interesting because all of those ideal clients are um, professionals. So if he was actually had a LinkedIn page, if he actually wanted to get in with more architects and more structural engineers and more people um, within that industry, that would be where they mostly are. Um, so he could make even more of a killing if he decided to... Uh, think he could take on some more staff members and maybe grow his business but if he's quite happy with the amount of work he's getting and the size of his team then awesome um but yeah like but that is a really good point that is a really good point isn't it he could he could and just and i don't know if you've noticed this as well but since um the obviously the pandemic and everything linkedin seems to be a very valuable tool now for businesses especially reaching those b2b customers um and contacts because people have a bit more time to actually respond mm-hmm. and are actually doing more on LinkedIn themselves. So it being a more active space. And I know that Microsoft having bought it um, are now investing a lot of money in developing it. So it becomes a bit more of a, a more of a business tool um, to rival say Facebook. Um, but there's a lot more investment going into something like that, which seems to be paying a lot more dividends. I know for example, just starting a nice conversation with people with different direct mails has actually helped my business and helped um, me create a number of referrals for other people within my network. Hmm. So what you've been doing this through um, LinkedIn as well. You've, you've, you've been finding yourself on that channel more over the last few months 
with the bit of extra time you might have had as well because I know for myself it wasn't one that I had an awful lot of experience in but I have been dabbling a lot more and I find it really useful. Personally yes it has been um, it's been a really good tool I think for me and my business definitely because you know I, building building websites for small to medium-sized businesses um, has, it, it, it gets you out there and gets you gets you able to showcase what you've done um, mm. now I suppose in a way I was kind of an early adopter with something like LinkedIn so you know many moons ago um, working in a different job in the West End of London I managed to build up a connection base of something like two and a half to three thousand people and it's since grown over those 15 or so years that I've had an account so I've got a lot of different connections so it's easier then because you've got a bigger audience to be able to push something out for people to see it and react to it but actually even doing things like the podcast um obviously plugging ourselves <laughs> listeners on something like uh linkedin has worked actually quite well because going through the back catalog with um a showcase page which you can have so you know if you're listening you can have your own personal page you can have your business page but you can have a number of showcase pages within a business just to showcase part of your business or a skill within that business. So a showcase um, page then is putting out a lot of back content of the Simplified Marketing Podcast, which is actually then being picked up, especially the interviews. Now, this is one of the things I noticed very much. So if you're promoting um, material, especially in a video form, about other people who have a LinkedIn account and lots of connections on LinkedIn, then that has meant that we have then had a lot of listeners and viewers of the podcast. Because everyone is going to go, hey, these guys are showcasing how good I am. Isn't this wonderful? I'm going to showcase them to pretty, I'm going to share it pretty much to everyone else I know so that more people can see it. So the more interviews that we've done, the more people have actually seen episodes of the podcast and found out about us and watched more episodes. And then since then, we've had a lot more people wanting to come on as guests, which I found particularly interesting. Well, this is the whole point is it's being social, isn't it? Rather than just sticking within the team. I know the three of us or even sometimes the two of us, we do our own um, little shows and, and, and whatever else. But by bringing in other people that have completely different connections or in completely different industries, finding out about them as well, that's all very social too, right? And that's yep. what social media loves. It, it loves seeing people from different walks of life coming together. Whereas in the usual day-to-day, -day, offline and, and away from cameras, we don't always get to see uh, a designer, a, a web designer and an accountant sitting together, for example, talking about all things business or a business coach, an accountant uh, or a, a finance, financial advisor like we had a couple of weeks ago as well, speaking from all things um, very stat and finance related, pieced in with some creativity from the two of us. Like, it's brilliant. It's fantastic when you can bring all those kind of groups of people together and social media um, is, is just a way of, of putting that to the masses so I think with everything that's happened COVID-19 and and people maybe having a bit more time at home and thinking do you know what yeah let me start that LinkedIn account or actually I've never done Instagram let me have a think I hope that from starting these platforms that they continue to use them don't just set them up and then we'll never see anything again well, there you have it. That's me and George's take on social media. I hope you've enjoyed that and taken away um, a few good points there. If you have any questions about social media and you'd like to reach out, or if there's other topics you'd like us to cover in the show, you can get in touch with the show at hello at marketingsimplified.co.uk. Just drop us an email to that address and we'll see what we can do. So thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes 
and we'll see you on LinkedIn, YouTube, or one of those other platforms very soon. That's all for this time, but don't worry, we'll be back with more soon. Stay tuned for new episodes at marketingsimplified.co.uk.